Today's Chazar is Ayin Dalad Amin Beis, starting from the bottom of Ayin Dalad Amin Aleph. We had the Sugi of Beirer, and the Gemara discussed three different Tram for Beirer. The Gemara first brought in the idea of being Beirer Biyad, and with the Kanayin and Tamchli it's Pater Avalasim, and with the Naf of the Kivr it's Chayev Chattas. And then we had the idea of Eichel Mitach Pseilis, as opposed to Pseilis Mitach Eichel. And then we had a biased thing of Lalter, it has to be done for right away, as opposed to Lachazman. And we said the Gemara itself is not 100% clear if you need all these Tanan, or if I cared, any one of these Tanan, or some other combination. Right, we know La'alacha, and Yishayinim hold that you need, the, well, the ones we pass like hold, you need all these Tanam, but the Gemara is a discussion if Eichel Mitech Pseilis is Mutter or not. Right? And it's also not 100% clear if Eichel Mitech Pseilis, that said that it's Mutter, is. Right? It seems from Tesis. That the question of Eichel Mitach Pseil, if it's, if it's Mutter or not, is, is it Mutter Lachazman? In other words, is there a rule that Pseilis Mitach Eichel is only Asa when it's Lachazman, and Eichel Mitach Pseil is even Mutter Lachazman? Or is Eichel Mitach Pseil only Mutter Lachazman? That's what Kapanim Atesis learns. Right? So that's what the Gemara was discussing. Right? We hold in the end that Eichel Mitach Pseilis is is Asir, but um, Taisus holds that was the Gemara's discussion. Al-Kapanen, the Gemara's discussion is Eichel Mitach Pseilis Mutter or not? Right, dealing with Lachayr Biyad, that's Lachayr. The cases here, and and Taisus holds the discussion was if it's Mutter. Right, and, and the reason why Taisus says it is because if is Asalalter, so what's Mutalalter? There's a Bryce that something's Mutalalter. Gotta be something but there. Right? So is certainly Mutalalter, and the Gemara's question of Aikhamatapsalis if it's Mutter or not means when it's not Laalter. So in that discussion, we have the Banavayandalam Alf Khiski Amar Habari Turmasimitapsalishlan Khaif. That someone who goes and picks out the termosin from their psalis is chayev achatas. So is it their isa? So maybe chesavah chizkia eichel mitach psalis is aser. Maybe chizkia holds that eichel mitach psalis is aser. So that would explain why when you buy the termosin mitach psalis you chayev because even eichel mitach psalis is aser. And I guess the way Tesis is learning. It's Lachazman. So Gemara says, no, Shani Termisin, Termisin are different. The Shalkile Shivazimni, you cook them seven times, and then there's three Gersais in Rashi, what the next four words are. There's a Gersa Ve'iloi Shalkile, if you don't cook it more. Right, this first Gersa is the one that we have, Ilai Shaklile, if you don't take it out. And as you cooked it seven times, and you better take it out really, really quick. Because if you don't take it out, it's gone. So since you got to take it out really, really quick, if you don't take it out, it's gone, that makes it 
Right? Which is a bit schwer, because even though it will become sailors, you want to say it's dinner sailors, but why is it part around it? Why is that an eichel? Right? So, uh, Rashi, I think, is by burning it, he says, he says, eichel nami kozman sheurv by havik epsalis mi eichel hu. But is an eichel, as opposed to the other things that are real psalis. So a shame rarer it has, but the hetter of eichel type psalis you won't have because it has a dim psalis. Then you have the second shot of Rashi, that not v'ilay shakli if you don't take it, but v'ilay shakli if you don't cook it. Because you only cooked it two or three times. So it's still psalis, even though it's eventually going to be eichel. But for the time being, it's still psalis. So that's the that's the case. That's the second shant. And the question is, so why is the parts around it eichel? So he says the parts around it are edible. They don't have to be cooked so many times. They're already finished after, even though you don't want that part. But somehow... And the other shot was If you take it, it's misrech. In other words, you cook it seven times, it's so it's so soft that as soon as you take it, it's going to be misrech. So even though you're planning on eating it, I don't know why it's upsalus. But since when you take it, it's misrech, so somehow it gets a din of upsalus metaychachel. Those are upshatim, and the other upshatim in the rishenim. Whatever it was, it's a shver halacha. And I don't know if it has, you know, I don't know where it would be applicable today. I mean, we don't really eat these thermos beans. But uh, good, that's the Gemara. Now, Teichain. Right? We have the Gemara of Teichain. So the Gemara says a few things about Teichain. I'm wrap up. I'm on the parim silka chayim mishim Teichain. Rashi and Teichain learns it means that he cuts up a beet. And Teichain says it's dafka a beet. And Mepharshim learning in Tesis, he means to have a vegetable which you have to cut it up in order to eat it. Because if you could eat it, if it's not cut up, then it's not called Teichein. But Lamaisu Machmer, by other vegetables also, if you cut it into small pieces. There's a pshat in the rush that you have to cut it into a powder. It doesn't mean a beet, it's something else, which becomes a powder. That makes more sense, right? Just cutting into small pieces. But Rashi and Tesis don't learn that way. Even if you cut into small pieces, that's also Teichin. Amrav Menashe Haiman the Sala Silti Chaimishim Teichin. Right? The Rashi Lishitasi means you cut the wood into small kindling pieces, even if it's not a food. Right? I guess the other shot would have to mean that you make it into sawdust, like more powdery. Amrav Ashi Kabadam Meshachta, if you're being makbed on the exact size of your kindling, so Chaimishim Mechatech. Right? If you're making small kindling things, but you want a specific size, so that would be mechatech. That's another malacha deraisa. Then it says, a lush va'ifa leaves out lush for the time being and gets to aifa. Amra papa shavak tanadi dan bishl samanam dava mishkam v'nachvat aifa. Why does the tana say aifa? Baking. Why not cooking? They didn't bake in the Mishkan. They cooked the Samamanim, they cooked the dyes for the Yiriyais. Azakti Gemara, Amra Papa, Azakti Gemara, 
Tana didan sidur the pas nakat. Our Tana is talking about, he wants to talk about baking bread. Even though the Mishkan, they didn't bake bread, they did Samamanim, so that would be Bishal, not Eifer. But our Tana could be, you know, Pasha Taich could be just to help you memorize the Malachas, right? People are more familiar with the process of baking bread, so it's easy for them to understand this. Zereya, Chayrish, Kaitzer, Dash, Ma'amer, etc. Right? And wanted to stick with the Sidur of the Pass. Amrav Akhabar Avavir, Haiman the Shadda Sixal Atuna Chaimishim of Ashel. Someone takes a wooden peg. So they did was like this. They would cut out the wooden pegs from, right, from the log, from the wood. And then the wood itself is not hard enough. They would put it in the oven and roast it a bit to make it hard. Make it very hard, and then you could use it as a peg. So you do that, Yechayim Hashem Avashel. Somebody says, Pshita. Of course Yechayim Hashem Avashel. Actually, the Gemara didn't hold it was a Chiddush that it's not a food. I says, anytime, anytime you process anything, even a cleave through heat, would be Mavashel. And that the said wasn't a Chiddush. But the Gemara did hold it was a Chiddush you would think that what you're doing is you, you're you're strengthening it, you're hardening it, and maybe Mavashal is softening it. Right? But I don't know. The Maisa we had a we had in the Gemara earlier, the Mishnah said about making an egg, right? The egg also you're hardening it. And maybe by a kli it wouldn't be that way. Maybe that's a pshat. By food, any heat process we understand this bishal. I mean by bread also you're hardening it, right? I'm saying you have dough. Right, they're making it harder. And vice versa, by a kli, the Gemara thought maybe by a kli, you're not really changing the kli if you're just hardening it. Kamash Mulan, the Mirfi Rafi had to come it. At the heat process, yeah, maybe it's like considered already mavushal kind of, yeah. But the heat process is to soften it, to get out its the, the softening gets out the moisture, and then the it becomes hard. That's how it becomes hard. Right, it's like. You make bread. You make it soft. Maybe yeah, you soften the bread. Yeah, but you make it. You, you make it like porous that the heat should the, the the steam should be able to come out, and that's why it hardens. Yeah, I don't know. That's what the Gemara says. Amar Abravunaimandarsechkufrechaimishemavashel. What they used to do was when they would use zephyrs when you use tar for a roof or for a kli or whatever it is, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they want to go and and smear tar with a brush on something, right? You know, on a roof or on a ship, whatever the case may be. So the way they did it was, you heated it up and that way it becomes liquefied and then you smeared it on and then it hardens on the thing and then it comes very good. So when you heat it up, maybe it's a temporary bishul. Right? You just want it to heat it up just to get it soft and then you'll be able to uh, and then it's going to go back. Kamash Mulan, that's called bishul. Okay? Maybe the Havimina is Right, even though right, you're saying when you cook up hot water, also it becomes uh, right, it becomes cold again, right? If you hold the yesh bishalach, bishal, but the pshat is there, you're going to drink it when it's hot. 
right? So you want it hot, right? Doesn't come cold again. But here the pshat is, you smear it on when it's hot, but then you're really using it essentially when it's back cold. So that's like kind of a temporary process. Kamash one but since it's necessary for the process, that's special. Okay. Someone who makes the chavis is chayef for seven chatois. Tanur chayef for shmeine chatois. What are the seven chatois you chayef when you make a chavis? The chavis is made out of earthenware, right? Those reddish earthenware chaviyos, uh, you know, pitches. What do they call them? You have those things with the the handles on the side, right? That's not chavis, right? You know, as we, we call chavis a barrel, and a picture of a barrel is a wooden slant barrel. That's not really a chavis in the Gemara's term. A chavis was, you know, hainu kan, hainu chavis. You know, like the Gemara says, it was these, uh, they were earthenware with a narrow neck. Right? As we, ah, sedek magnet, a magufa. So when you make a chavis, how many mlachas are you doing? So Rashi says like this. First, well, you first dig out the ground. That's not a malacha because that's chayfer guma vein Okay? Then you grind up the ground. That's teichin. Then you bury, because after you grind up the ground, there's still big pieces that didn't get ground, so you have to pull them out. So that's bury. And then after you pull out the big pieces or the stones or whatever it is, then you have to sift the sand that you just ground up to make sure you get exactly the sand that you want and that's marakate. so you did teichin and bayer and marakate. then you mix it with water that's lush right and then you form it into a kli that's memareach forming into a kli is not a CS kli but when you form it you have to smooth down the sides that's memareach Right, that we have in the Mishnah of smoothing out the leather, and then you light up a fire, avara, and then you put the chavis in, and that's bishul. And Rashi says there is no malacha of tikkun kli amakavapatish baina. You don't say by kalim amakavapatish. And that's what Tosis argues and says there is baina bekalim, and he must take out one of these malachas. I wouldn't know which. That's what Rashi says the seven, and the tanner which was also made out of earthenware, but you had to add insulation to it. So when you added insulation, you put on a, a layer of mud on the outside. Not earthenware, but mud that you put on on the outside to add insulation. That's Makavapatish. You already have a kli, and you're putting on the finishing touch. That's Makavapatish. That's the eighth chatas. Amra Abayim, Ayman Da'avid Chulsa, and that's a wooden basket, maybe what we call a wooden barrel. Chayiv mishum, chayiv achas esri chatois, chayiv eleven chatois, chayiv lepume, and if you sew up a rim on the basket, apparently they sewed it on, chayiv shalosh esri chatois. Right? What are the eleven chatois? So Rashi says, Yuzayim levitzarech leitzim, that's two. Kaitzim and zereya. And then, after you cut off the wood, right, you have to gather them all together. Ma'amr. Then you have to pick the ones you want. Bayr. That's four. And then you cut them thinly. Then you cut them. Is mechatech. The bayr is 
Well, maybe not using a lalter. I don't know. Anyway, you're taking the good ones. Yeah, he says biru yafais. I guess you're not using a lalter. Yeah, I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, the maybe you can use a lalter. Right, unless you say it's a chiddush that if you bury something which you need a malacha to do with it, so maybe. And Shabbos is not, not maybe be chayiv another time because it's not called alti. You're not allowed to use it. You have to do a malacha, even though you're planning on doing a malacha. Right, it's derech achila. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Alko panim. That's what he says, and then you smooth them out. That's mamachik, and you make them into thin pieces. That's teichin. Okay. And then what else do you do? And then, and then, right? So what do we have? We have Zaymer, we have, right, Kaitzer and Zereya, and we have Ma'amer and Bayer, and we have Teichin, and we have Mechatech. Right? Six different Malachas you have when you get the slides. And then, Oh, seven, there was seven, it was mixed one. It was Mamachik, I guess. I miss Mamachik. Seven Malachas. And then to weave them, Rashi says three Malachas you have in weaving them. Right? To make ten, you do the Mesech, you set up the chassis threads. You do a weaving on the top and on the banim just to get that now they're in the position that the Erev ones should go through. That's called Eisishne Batenirim. Setting up the chassis threads is mesach, putting them in the batenir, meaning them, positioning them, that now the Erev could go through, that's shnei batenir. Positioning the chassis? Positioning the chassis, yeah. You're just doing one at the So one on top, one on the The purpose is that now you could easily put the ones through, right? Because now you have, they're, they're set up, right? Or that you could... Is it is, is always, is not later on, though, how, how many lines do you think consist of because this ariga is not, not a regular ariga this ariga you're doing like you're, you're, you know, you don't have them set up but you're doing it in and out and that's like and then and then when you start weaving it so then it's right, then it's ariga, uh, and then you have when you, when you trim it when you trim it to make it good that's called makavapatish and if you make a, and you sew it, so it's two more malachas. There was sewing, it's the taifer, and then kaisha, because after you're sewing, you have to make a knot to. Uh, so those are the malachas. Okay? Yeah. A guy's the samavam malabne. Amarabam abachana mebechana and a taifet samash agambi behema. Bisham is chayim sholash katais. Akas bisham geizes, akasham anafis, akasham taifa. Right? So Abdavid. And the Shia said uh, said correctly that when you gazes at Semel Gabi Behema, right? You know, my picture was always that it's threads on the Behema, and then you're cutting off the threads. So Shah said, why would that be Ain Derek Right? I mean, you, and he didn't even mention that. Right? He just mentioned that you taiva. No, you can't do that. It's impossible to do that altogether. But the case of gazes Semel Gabi Behema is just like when you take a lot of fibers and you spin them in a thread when they're off the behemoth, you do that same process to the fibers on the behemoth. And you spin them into a thread, and as they're becoming a thread, they're also coming off the behemoth. 
that's that's gufa part of the taiva process. That the fibers keep on going into the to the spinning wheel. So it's like when you have a mass of fibers and you start spinning them, so they keep coming together in the spinning. So you do that on the behemoth. But as they get spun, they're also getting pulled off. It's one it's one process. What? No, so Gemara is saying it's not called geizis. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be bekli unless it's a derech. Well, that's what Gemara is saying. But there was such a derech by states which Gemara to have a minute of being geizis me'algabi behema. So that's why he says you're doing three things. You're doing all three of them at the same time. You're doing the gzizim and apets and teva, all three, all at the same time. Right? You see, normally you have to comb them out as a separate process, right? You cut them off as one process, you comb them out as a separate process, and then when you have the comb fibers, then you spin them. But here you're doing all three, you're somehow managing to, to spin them together with combing them out, together with getting them off the behemoth, all in one process. That's the point of the Gemara. That, that's what it means, al-gabe behemoth. It doesn't mean that you spin them when they're on the behemoth. They're not, they're not, you know what I'm saying, they're not going to make a thread. They're not, if they're all going to be attached, that can't be a thread. Right? Obviously, a thread means that it's a long thread. It's not, it doesn't grow that long on the behemoth, right? And the point, of the, the point is, it's, it, the spinning and the detaching is done by vasachas. That's what it means by agave behemoth. I never knew this, but uh, yeah, it's, it's 100% correct. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's not how you do giza, that's not how you do manapas, that's not how you do tviya. This is all a very weird process that you wouldn't be chayim because you have to do kederich. That they did it on the izim, tavu esa izim, amat vilga vehem shemat tviya. If you take a feather from a bird, remove it from the bird, cut it to size, and smooth it out, when you take a feather off a bird, you have a feather when you cut it, there is a discussion in the Rishayim. I remember, I don't remember well. If you have geizes by a live, by a, when it's no longer alive, no geizes pashas is when it's alive. Remember, it came in over here. Even though he also, you could say, he took it out of a live bird. I think there are man held that even when it's no longer alive, you also say geizes. Yeah, we'll go later. Where did they have tying in the Mishkan? Where did they tie knots in the Mishkan? They tied the Yaseidah Sahalim. When they had the Chatzir, they made the Klan, they had the Mesarim, they had big wooden pegs, which they, which they stuck in the ground, and then they tied ropes around it, the Mesarim. But that's a, not a Kesher Shal Kayama. Which is interesting, right? It was in the Mishkan. So why, why don't you learn from here? Kasher Shal Kayam is is Chayiv. The Gemara understood the Swara and Swara Satayra over Kabbalah that a Kasher Shal Eni Shal Kayam is not a Malacha. So Gemara says, "Elamer Abayish can argue Rish Nifzik and Nima Kaisher Naisa." Right when they would 
when they would weave the arias, occasionally a a um, thread would snap, so you tie it. So when do they untie? If let's say I have two tied knots, you can't have two tied knots, that wouldn't look good. So Shari Khad so they untied one and left one. One one knot is okay. But it wouldn't be okay to, to untie one. But they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't leave the hole there. They would somehow then position another place that it wouldn't be together Ukadaima. Simar says, in order to make the nets for the chalazin, then they would tie and untie.